number two, Joel chapter two. Continue through Joel, we'll have our brief business meeting at the end of the service here uh, to go over the budget and vote on the budget today. Joel chapter number two. Page 1,138 in mine and Vanessa's Bible. I don't know if anybody else has one. Uh, we looked at the locusts and the swarm that's coming in, and it continues uh, with judgment here in chapter number 2. I want to see three things about judgment. Ultimately, though, this is a warning uh, let's just pray and then we'll dive. We're going to go into the first 11 verses here of chapter 2. Lord, thank you again for the day that we've had. Thank you for the fellowship time that we had as well. Uh, we just pray for your blessings now over this afternoon's service. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. We see a warning. And uh, let's start off here with a judgment is coming. Uh, judgment is coming. Verse number 1. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm. In my holy mountain, let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. Uh, the sounding of a warning here, that blow the trumpets, it's a warning call here that judgment is coming. A lot of times, the priests would sound the horn, and that would call people together. Uh, that, that kind of mentality has been... Uh, strung out through years, uh, many churches with bells and the bell towers back in the day. Uh, church in Indiana, uh, Pastor Scott, who's preached here before, they have a bell on their church. So before every service, they ring the bell. Um, and that would be pretty standard back in earlier days uh, to let them know it's time, it's time to come. It's time to get to the church. Church is starting. Uh, the priest would sound a horn. And, and in this case, it's a warning horn, but the idea is bringing the people together uh, and, and, a, and a call to repentance that's going to come next week we'll look at, uh, but a call to repentance as well, and it's, it's bringing them in. I think it's important to understand that uh, we don't see God sending a lot of judgment without a warning. Uh, the Bible is a warning for us, is it not? Uh, where it lays out for us what is coming, it lays out for us what we need to do to be on the right side of what is coming, and it's a warning to us. Here the people have been warned of, a, of an infestation coming. Some argue that it's an it's a illustration or a picture of an army that's coming. Either way, there's mass judgment that is getting ready to hit. If you look at it as a prophetic uh, book and look to the end times, look towards Armageddon, then you're looking at that as well, a warning uh, of this, this, this judgment that is coming. Either way, it is a warning and God sends a warning before he sends judgment. And that's why when God is warning you about something and you refuse to listen, you better understand the judgment is coming. What is the judgment? I don't know. Uh, in your particular situation, as a grand scheme of things, we know at one point the Lord will return. Uh, but nonetheless, judgment is coming and there's a warning uh, being sent here for the people to understand it. Number two, I want us to see judgment is severe. Not only is it coming, but it's severe. Verse number two, a day of darkness and a gloominess, a day of clouds and a thick darkness, as the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and a strong, there hath not been ever the like, neither shall be any more after it, even the years of many generations. Uh, skip down to verse number four, we'll come back to verse three in a second. Verse number four, the appearance of them is as the appearance of horses, 
and as horsemen, so shall they run. Like the noise of chariots on top of mountains shall they leap, like the noise of flame of fire that devoureth the stubble as a strong people set in battle array. Before their face their people shall be much pained, all faces shall gather blackness. They shall run like mighty men, they shall climb the wall like men of war, they shall march every one on his way, and they shall not break their ranks. Neither shall one thrust another, they shall walk every one in his path, and when they fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. They shall run to and fro in the city, they shall run upon the wall, they shall climb up upon the houses, they shall enter in at the windows like a thief. It's an unstoppable force. Uh, if you look at it as the, uh, the, the locusts and the things that we saw in chapter 1, an unstoppable force. If you look at it as an army of, of, of men, it's an unstoppable force. If you look at it as Armageddon, it's an unstoppable force. However you view Joel, uh, it doesn't matter how you view it. The, the, the point is that judgment is going to be severe. Very severe, as a matter of fact. You think throughout history, how many severe judgments have God placed in the earth? The natural one you go to is the flood. That was pretty severe. It took out everybody but one family. It took out all of creation with the exception of two of each species. And, and that's a pretty severe judgment. And that's what it was. It was judgment. It wasn't a, an act of mother nature. It wasn't a, a surprise. It was a judgment that God sent that he warned people of. And then he sent. Again, I look at Sodom and Gomorrah. I looked at that to be pretty severe as well. But again, a warning was sent. So we don't see a lot of severe judgment. It's, it's rare. But this judgment that's being talked about in Joel is going to be a very severe judgment. And we see a picture of before and after in verse number 3. It says, A fire devoureth before them, and behind them a flame burneth. It says, The land is as the garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. Yea, and nothing shall escape them. So running ahead, you're running through a place that looks like a garden of Eden. Plush, fruitful, beautiful. But if you look at behind as, as the, the swarm comes, it's desolate. And there is nothing. That's what this judgment is bringing, desolation. It's bringing uh, uh, destruction. And again, we're going to look at next week, we'll look at the call to repentance and we'll look at the blessings that God promises if they do repent. But this judgment that they are being warned of is so severe that it's saying that what you see now will not look anything the same after this comes through. When you see the crops blessed, when you see uh, green trees and green grass, when you see clear crystal water, when the swarm comes through, when, when the judgment comes, it's going to be a barren land. Uh, I believe the water will be lapped up. I believe that the, uh, the, the foliage will be burned to the ground. There's nothing left. It is a very severe punishment. And then thirdly, I want us to see, as I think this is probably the most important thing for us to understand, we're talking about judgment, judgment of sin. We need to understand that judgment is from God. It's not a man-made judgment. God has used men, armies, uh, and different droughts, things like that, to, uh, to bring judgment. But God's the one that sends it. It's not the, the cunning military minds it's not the way the wind blows it's not other things it's God God sends the judgment and he says there in verse number 10 
The earth shall quake before them, the heavens shall tremble, the sun and the moon shall be dark, and the stars shall withdraw their shining. And the Lord shall utter his voice before his army, for his camp is very great, for he is strong that executeth his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible, and who can abide it? We see this throughout the Old Testament a lot with Israel and the judgments that they went through, the discipline that they went through. Is, again, it's an understanding that Babylon was not great and overtook them. It was that Israel was wicked and God judged them. And the same can be true today. Again, not every bad thing that happens to you in life is punishment. But you need to understand that if you're living in a way that God's displeased with, there's judgment that's going to come. And he is warning you through his word. And, and again, we'll look at it next week with the repentance side of things and how to avoid that judgment. Um, and if you're wondering how to avoid it, we'll go ahead and read on once we're done today. But God sends the warning. Judgment's coming. And when God judges sin, it's severe. And if you take your own personal life and think, okay, in my life, if God makes my life desolate, what does that look like? If God's judgment rains down on me, what does that look like? And then I think you should always take the opposite side of that and say, if God's blessing rains down on me, what does that look like? Because if you do it that way, it's a pretty easy choice. Well, I don't want that. I do want that. God sends the warning to you all the time. Stop. Repent. Do right. But will you listen to the warning? Will you heed the warning? And again, next week we'll dive deeper into that, what that looks like when we do heed the warning, what is promised, what is ahead. But understand the judgment that comes for sin is from God. All throughout history, it's been from God. And that's not going to change today. And if you look to the end times and, and you look to um, the rapture and the tribulation and, the, and, and then Armageddon that follows, and you see, I'm telling you, if you read it, it's gruesome. Blood that comes up to the bridles of the horses. That's a, that's a lot. And it's judgment. It's judgment on sin. And it's judgment that's promised. And it's judgment that's severe. And it's judgment from God. Thankfully, God gives the warning so that we don't have to experience it from the other side. But we get to stand behind God and be on the victorious side. Heed the judgment. Heed the warning, excuse me. Heed the warning. Don't live. I'm telling you, it's just not worth it. Don't live in sin. Because God hates it. And he's going to do something about it. So heed the warning. And we'll look at how to do that. I know I'm a cliffhanger, right? Uh, how to do that uh, next week. I'll give you a hint, verse number 12. Therefore also now saith the Lord... Turn ye even to me with all your heart, and with fasting, and with me weeping, and with mourning. And he goes on, but we'll look at that next week. Lord, help us, I do pray. Uh, we can look at so many illustrations.